What is going on, Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Bird, the podcasting coach here. And for business, the most important thing you could be doing to taking your whole business to the next level, accelerating your revenue, is building relationships. You could have a great product, you could have a great marketing strategy, but marketing at the end of the day is person to person. And when you do make it a point to build all these healthy relationships, you are just naturally going to grow. Our guest who joins us in this episode is the CEO of Sierra Constellation Partners. He has more than 18 years of management consulting and advisory experience with companies undergoing transition. He is also the author of the Amazon bestseller, Don't Be a Stranger, which will be in the show notes. In that book, he explores the secrets of strategic relationship building. So our guest who joins us is none other than Larry Perkins. Larry, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. I look forward to being here. Larry, it is a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success and relationship building. It's just one of the most powerful ways to grow your business. Time and time again, you hear about the network. You hear the phrase that your net worth uh, is your network. I Hopefully, I got that right. But the idea is that relationships are very important. And I'm wondering, how do we put ourselves in the situation where we get into more of these good types of relationships for our business? Yeah, it's a great question. And I think what you were going for is your, uh, your network is your net worth. And I've heard yeah, that along I, the way. Yeah, I, I felt that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate it. I butchered it. I butchered it too. No, I, I think, you know, the trick about establishing uh, relationships and, and really what the book is about is maintaining those relationships is effectively just adding some intent to how you manage your relationships. Uh, as you said a few minutes ago, we were joking about, uh, you know, ultimately, this is probably the most valuable asset you have is your relationship. So I think treating it just like you would any valuable asset and managing it, uh, managing your relationship base and uh, spending some time thinking about how you uh, interact with the people that are around you is really what the book is about. And I think if you do it that way, it's a lot less intimidating and a lot less hard. So that's where I'll start. And it is really being intentional with the relationships. Part of it is thinking where you want this relationship to go. Some people, they think, oh, YouTube collaboration, be on the show, be a summit speaker, be a client. Those are some of the different ways you think about building a relationship. And I want to emphasize that last one, like become a client, because some people, the relationship you build and you make money for some people because you're able to get clients to your business. And there is this delicate mix of you want to still be good in the business relationship and you want that person as your client, but you also want to be able to still enjoy that relationship, still have it going strong. If the person says something like, I don't want to be your client at this time. So how do we have this balance of nurturing someone so they could become a client and not, Put not pushing the relationship or ending it in the event they don't want to become a client at the moment. Sure. Uh, ultimately, you know, philosophically, I come from a place and a lot of training around this notion of servant leadership, right? You want to be someone who's so helped people that they want to work with you. And I think if you go in with that lens as you're thinking about relationships with people you're around, you know, you may not be uh, 
going in with the idea necessarily that you're trying to get this person to be a client, right? You just ultimately want to help that person doing what you do, Marco, and, and what I do for a living. Uh, you know, oftentimes that can turn into a client relationship. Uh, you know, the, the word I use, I try not to be grabby. I'm not trying not to grab a relationship or be pushy around it. But, you know, you start helping people uh, and you can help people in lots of different ways. And there's this uh, kind of natural coming together that happens when you help somebody out. And I think that's really what I try and do is ultimately try and be helpful. Uh, and one of the things I talk about in the book, sometimes it's not doing exactly what you do for a living, but sometimes it's helping someone find a good place to go to dinner. Sometimes it's about them. Sometimes it's, you know, having, uh, helping someone's kid out. There's lots of ways to be helpful. And then as that relationship is established, then it becomes a lot easier to say, hey, what are you doing for a living? How can we work together? And I think that's ultimately what it's all about. And you hear something very often in the business world, know, like, and trust. And if you want to quickly build on all three of those things, the single action, help people. And it can be specifically related to your industry. It can be, as Larry mentioned, something completely in left field where we're talking about a good place to eat at or something like that. So it is really important to think, how can you help the other person and really go all in on those types of relationships? Now, one of the issues that a lot of people in business face, especially as you get to know more people, is that it's just impossible to manage all these relationships. I've interviewed around a thousand people. I really wish I could say that I'm still talking with all 1,000 of those people, but how can we get better at preserving more of our relationships as we get to interact with more people? Yeah, I think that's such a great question. It sounds like you're somebody like me that that really enjoys meeting people and you want to stay in touch. And that really is one of the challenges here. Uh, you know, it's one of the, one of the topics we cover in the book and, and it's, it's been in a lot of these kind of pop business books, but it's this notion of Dunbar's number, uh, Malcolm Gladwell made it popular among other people. But what it really talks about is this concept that you can effectively keep track of 150 things in your head. Um, so a lot of what the book is about and what I try and do with my overall philosophy um, is you, you have to add some intent around your relationships. So you're, you're uh, kind of left your brain's own devices. You would only stay in touch with 100 or 150 people because that's what you kind of naturally remember, or at least that's how the theory goes. So what I try and do is, is really make a concerted effort to, to expand my reach outs or what I call touch points. Uh, so you're going beyond what you would do just kind of naturally based on who you remember, you know, your neighbors, your community, your family. Um, but, you know, think about the person that you saw at a conference. Think about the person that you met uh, at a client site before, something like that, and just reach out and say hello. Uh, there doesn't have to be any great deal of depth, but what, I'm, what I think you do is you effectively kind of jump in line in someone's natural relationship order, and that's what I try and focus on. Hmm. And I love how Larry really quantifies it around 150 people. Make the effort to get in front of those people who you can remember and then posting on social media and seeing who engages with you where maybe they weren't part of those 150 people. And then that's just one of the ways that you are able to expand. And a big part of this is making the relationships and then retaining those relationships along the way. And 
I'm wondering how can we get more comfortable with relationships, especially when it comes to events where people may feel shy. Um, how do we start those relationships in those types of settings? Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the things I think about a lot. It, it, the best way to, to do it so it's not as scary, because ultimately that's what we're talking about when you're going to an event and you know, having to mix and mingle. Um, you know, what I ultimately talk about is, is start with the people that you already know. Um, I'm going to guess that, you know, the name of the book is Don't Be a Stranger. And the reason I named it that is it's something you kind of say is a throwaway line. You you have an interesting conversation on an airplane. You you meet someone on the subway and it's someone you, you just kind of enjoy chit-chatting with. And then you never see that person again. Um, ultimately, you've already broken the ice in that part of the relationship. So you don't have to go and stick out your hand and, and say hello to someone you've never met before, which is the most scary thing, you know, that a lot of us do. Uh, so ultimately, what I say is start with the people you know. Uh, think back two years ago to someone you were spending time with that maybe you're not right now. There's no falling out. You just fell out of touch. And I would start with that because I think that's a lot easier than it would be uh, should you go and, you know, try and uh, start a new relationship from whole cloth. And it's really interesting how there's this difference between fall a fallout and falling out of touch. And I do feel like there are so many people who they will just focus on new relationships. They will focus on acquiring new customers instead of looking at their existing customers and seeing how they can add additional value. And you could apply this to relationships as well. Just reach out to people who maybe you've been out of touch with. And for the strangers who you do want to engage with, just have a good icebreaker. The hardest part is just opening that conversation. Once you get the conversation open, it definitely does become a lot easier to build the relationship. You run into the same person at the event and social media and you keep running into these people. You just got to have a good icebreaker. And I'm wondering if we could go a little bit into that icebreaker because some people, maybe they got a lot of different stories to tell and they don't know what to lead with. And Maybe some people don't know how to do an icebreaker. So I'm wondering what your process is for coming up with a good way to lead into a relationship. Yeah, that's such a good question. Again, uh, you know, I think ultimately the ice, the best icebreaker is to get somebody else talking. Right. Um, mm. And, and I, I try not to be pushy when you're first starting to meet somebody. I mean, I'm sure you've all read the Dale Carnegie books and some of these things, but you know, people love talking about themselves. So it's truly one of those things. I mean, typically my best icebreaker is, Hi, my name's Larry. What's your name? I mean, that's, uh, you know, uh, if you're at a cocktail party when we were doing cocktail parties, you know, what are you drinking there? How's the wine? You know, uh, where are you coming from? I mean, it, it doesn't have to be anything exotic, but uh, my view in general is you get someone talking. But I think the icebreaker is absolutely important. But the, the most important thing is the follow up. Right. I think if you have just a pleasant conversation, mm. it doesn't have to be anything exotic. It could be about something you know, one of the tricks I use is I always try and get something that's, you know, not on the business card. And what I mean by that is, okay, maybe they like cats, you know, maybe they're really into fashion, maybe they're really into cars, something that's just a little bit more interesting. Uh, I call it kind of the stuff that you see at the bottom of the resume, you know, in his time, he likes to do triathlons and, you know, crochet the uh, seat cushions, you know, whatever it may be. That's the stuff that's interesting, right? So it, when I'm meeting someone at a cocktail party and they really are talking about their, you know, artisan pickle making, that's something I'll remember as, you know, I could just reach back out the next day and say, hey man, that was really interesting. 
learning about artisan pickles. Let's go grab lunch or coffee or let's get on a Zoom call next week and figure out what we all do. I think that's what I ultimately try and get to. Mm. And I've gotten into a lot of relationships and I remember the people who we talk about running. And there's one guy who he actually, I'm a Red Sox. So he sent me a Red Sox cap. I remember that guy because he sent me that cap. And I mean, those are the people who they really take that step beyond to get to know you on that deeper level to have those running conversations or, Oh, this person likes cats. And that's the thing that a lot of people forget about like Larry, like look at him, CEO of Sierra Constellation Partners and all these great business ideas. But when you look at Larry, the person, he's got different interests that go beyond business. And that's going to be the stuff where you figure out what those are and you bring those up in conversation. Maybe you have a surprise gift. That is one of the best ways to accelerate any relationship and i know so far we've been talking about what you're supposed to do for relationship building but what are some of the things we should avoid on that journey to building relationships yeah uh i think the biggest one is is trying to make it too uh, quid pro quo especially right out of the gate um you know i i i think that there's kind of three steps uh in in most businesses to to get to a place where you're actually transacting together i think First, you know, they need to like you in some degree of, of, you know, they need to like you as a human being. You know, I think the second one is they need to understand what you do kind of in a real level, you know, because there's, okay, you're, you're a coach, you know, that can mean a million different things. And then you understand, okay, now I know what kind of coach you really are. And then the next step is there needs to be that occasion, that occasion needs to happen where you need the services are out there. You know, the, uh, the example I give, if you're a real estate broker and someone doesn't need to buy or sell a house, you're not really offering much there. That doesn't mean that that real estate broker shouldn't be networking with those people all the time because it may come up at some point that that real estate broker needs to, that the person you're dealing with may need to buy or sell a house. So I think um, the thing is, if, if you're a real estate broker and you're trying to get the person to get the listing and they don't have anything to sell, that's a waste of time. So you just want to make sure that you're patient, you understand how the process works um, and ultimately you pay it forward. You, you find ways to help people out. And if it's, you know, only a one-way street and you're only giving, 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 and there's no reciprocity along the way, then that could just be a friend and that's a different thing. But if you're talking about it for business relationships, there needs to be a little bit of payback, but depending on your industry and your circumstances, um, that could be longer or shorter. Uh, so I, the biggest takeaway I think is, or the thing to avoid is just don't think that, uh, you know, you're not going to hit a home run every time. You know, it's going to take... Uh, it's often a process for these relationships to bear fruit from a transactional standpoint. And help is that key currency that we keep on coming across. When people help you in one way, you feel like you got to help them back, especially in a business relationship where it's really like you want to have a mutual benefit Uh, with YouTube collaborations, which I've been a part of other YouTubers. There's a difference between approaching someone who has a similarly sized channel as you and someone who is like 10 times the size of the channel because the, the mutual benefit, it's really one person is going to benefit a lot more. So you definitely want to think about how you can continue to be helpful and pay attention to the people who are really helping you, who are slipping in that surprise gift for you or writing the letter. Pay, 
attention to those types of people because those are going to be ones you want to enter deeper into the relationships with. Larry is certainly a person who you guys should definitely learn more about. We've already talked so much about relationships throughout this episode. His book, Don't Be a Stranger, we will be linking to that in the show notes of this episode. Do you want us to go anywhere else to keep following all the great work you're doing? Yeah, we have a website called Don't Be a Stranger Book that covers our media appearances and things like that, uh, you know, obviously on LinkedIn. But uh, no, I, I think uh, talking to you is the best way to go, Marco. And I appreciate you taking the time to do that with me. Well, certainly it was a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success. Thank you guys again for joining us on another episode. The links will be in the show notes. But once again, Larry, such a pleasure to have you on the show. I appreciate you for sharing your great stuff with us today. Thank you very much. I appreciate it.